How's it going? Big week? Huge. Uh, fishy? Wait, no, hunty. Uh, Hunter. Bucky. My mom got, yeah. What? What'd you do? Uh, she's incredibly mad at me. Why? Okay, so what does ice do? It ice melts. cold. And oh, melts. Okay. And so you buy ice four days ago, of course it's going to be a melting soupy mess. Correct. And of course when you bring it down to the stairs, there's going to be puddles of icy water everywhere. Makes sense. Yes. Well, she doesn't look before she steps. And so she's tramping through the house with my ice water everywhere. And she's like, what is this? And I'm like, it's ice water. I'm cleaning up in a second. I've got to do a podcast. Ryan just said there's a bunch of guests coming. And so I'm like, what? I'm like, clean up this mess. I'm cleaning it up. And I throw my shirt down on there. Like, I, was, I had, she wanted me to take a shower. And she's like, no, go get a different shirt and take a shower. Like, but I, I can't take a shower anymore. Like, God, I, cause I dumped a bunch of urine on myself earlier. This <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I put, I soaked my boots in dough urine to mask my scent. And then on, on my uh, sweatshirt, I put, uh, buck urine. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and but no, she wanted me to shower right away. Like she's like, you can't be in the house like this, and I'm like, but I am, and this is cold. And uh, yeah, sorry about being a little late. This is at the Nexus episode ninety four, Ejecta Balmer on Friday, September twentieth, two thousand thirteen. And now, where's the salmon? That this episode of at the Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with special guests Brian Mitchell, Andrew Bailey, Ian Buck, and returning hunter Matthew Petchel. So, uh, do you guys remember back when I, uh, my, I broke my Nexus 7? Oh, of course I remember that. Yeah, and then, and then, Ryan, you kindly gave me your Nexus 7. Yes. Yes, and I was I, there. And I wisely invested in a screen protector for it so that I wouldn't, uh, you know, break the screen again. Yeah. Well, it turns out, when you drop a Nexus 7 with the back down, it still shatters the screen. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. So I've got this Nexus 7 here. With a nice shed. I don't know if you guys can see it there. No, not at all. Maybe if I maybe if I turn off the screen, you'll be able to see it better. That's that's not a thing. You oh, see those? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's all over the screen. The digitizer is just shot. Like I I think I managed to find like one specific spot on the screen that I can actually touch and it does something, but it's not useful. You have so a really hard I'm back, time. I'm I'm back to using the one with the one line and. <laughs> Half of the screen working <laughs> for now until like the Nexus Five comes out in a month. Do you know how bad that is? It's very bad. Yeah, I'm actually quite shocked at how fragile these things are because the screen didn't touch anything this time. Yeah, well, you need a case. I or do. you need something reinforced with metal. Or I just need to be not a clumsy oaf. When that did too. that happen? That was and, last night and as you I was can't walking. Repair your car. Oh right, <laughs> it's so true. I haven't gone and uh, replaced that tire yet, actually. Well, you know so what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Well, eventually you'll get your Nexus Five, but you you won't know where you're holding it, and so you'll slam the door onto the Nexus Five <laughs> while breaking your fingers. You'll break the screen and four fingers. Yeah, I mean that that is obviously the next step. <laughs> so you're back from hunting, huh? Uh, yeah, I just got back uh, a few hours ago. You know, because I went by your house last night around 10.30, and we didn't see any evidence of you existing, so... Well, I was um, we, we skulking assume... around in the mists. We, exactly. We assumed that the bear, uh, the deer shot you instead. Um... No, no, I was very armed. That's not how it went? Okay. No, but I, I was up in a tree in the rain for four days, and um, my stainless steel arrowheads are not stainless steel because they are very rusty now. Wow. Oh, it's raining up there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it rains on the ground and on the trees at the same time. Turns it's out. a feature. <laughs> that is quite a feature, actually. Yeah. It's raining sideways. But, uh, I think that happens, too. Yeah, so I have to... I'm going back on 
Thursday, and I have Amazon priming a giant cooler to my house immediately. Oh, uh, that so, makes sense. Yeah, well, I didn't think of that so far ahead. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to grind it all up when as soon as I get home and left my meat grinder at home. And then um, this giant dough comes by, and it's like 300 pounds, and then its fawn is right next to me. Like, I could get the fawn in there. And I was about to shoot it, but then I didn't. I see. The guy was like, so I had to look my buck call thing, and so the fawn is right, is 15 yards away from me. I go, burp, burp, and it looks up, flicks its ears back, and like, what are you doing? <laughs> I go, burp, burp, and it, start, it runs like about five feet, and then stops running, and then it just turns around, and it starts eating the grass just, again. Just five feet. Yeah, like, it, it charged and charred, like, five feet and stopped. Wow, that's quite a run. Yeah, but uh, I'll bring food next time. Well, okay then. Well, I'm glad you could join us today on this fine episode where we have tons and tons of people. So who else do we have on this show today? Other than Ian, who broke his Nexus 7, other than Matt, who returned from hunting miraculously. I am Andrew Bailey, uh, host of Control Structure. Yes, I'm amazed that I found you. You, you, I, I don't know. I think Hangouts <laughs> broke for a while. Well, and, then, and I was playing some Borderlands. Oh, that's more exciting. And, and Honestly, who else? It is. And then Brian Mitchell, the, the guest of a couple of things. Uh, and also our uh, iOS and Apple exclusive content provider. Fanboy. Okay, if you want to go that way. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be a word that might describe me. It might be. Can't tell for sure. Yeah, see, when you put the webcam like that, uh, I just get cut off. There, there you go. Well, it's not a good thing. You no. Do that. Well, I suppose we should uh, get into our headlines of lightning topics that aren't li- called lightning anymore because there's just so much news I had to actually break it into sections. Hey, it's... do you want to start with, with what we always start off with? Blackberry. 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 I think that's the best ever. Oh, Blackberry. Yeah, you know this, that was amazing. This is incredible, and you know this might the lag be. Is amazing. <laughs> this might be the last BlackBerry that we ever do. Uh, this time it's another job cut. Not just one person. Not just a hundred or a thousand. Forty-five hundred employees will be cut very, very soon from all operations across across the BlackBerry uh, company. That's about forty percent of their entire workforce. So the company is forty percent, basically, basically being split in half. Wow, that's those uh, poor Canadians. Yeah, uh, and you know, I was actually doing some reading on this, and in one of those places, uh, there's about five hundred jobs in Nova Scotia, and Nova Scotia was trying to keep these jobs there because that BlackBerry is pretty, uh, pretty fancy for Canada, you know, all things considered. So uh, apparently, most of these people will be let go there. So it, it is pretty unfortunate. Hmm. Well, that's uh, pretty lame, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not all bad. Like, you know how we all wanted, we hate BlackBerry, but we want BlackBerry Messenger. So, so who who hates BlackBerry? I hate it. <sighs> I hate it more than raspberries. Okay. But we all want BlackBerry Messenger. I've never had ever any well, desire for it. No, it's got to be better than Hangouts. So, yeah. like, the first thing you send to somebody <laughs> hey, shouldn't take hey, 15 hey. minutes. <laughs> well, I, I bet you could get it to run on your little Android device, and I bet you could get it on your little iOS yes, uh, on the 21st. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can, because on the 21st, it comes mm-hmm. out. Yeah. You know, they've only been touting this thing all summer, and now it's Since finally... that big event that wasn't big. BlackBerry Jam 2013. I forgot that's what they called it. Yeah, that's that's what they called it, all right. You know what I would be more interested in? I would be more interested in getting the BlackBerry Z30, which yeah. is definitely not the Z10 again. And it's because it comes with a 5-inch 720S AMOLED display. I assume that means, like, Super AMOLED that, or that, something like that? Tr- that's, that is what it means. But we Boom. but we want to say... Samsung sa- LED. Or Samsung AMOLED. No, SAMOLED. <laughs> Sam. 
That's what we keep trying to bring up. No, you're you're and right. It has it has a Snapdragon S4 Pro, which makes it legit. It's Does got it? Two gigs of RAM. Hey, you have always been touting that silly little S4 in your silly little Nexus 4. Yeah, I know. Isn't the S4 a year or two old now? It is. It is. Probably. It is a year old. You know, one point two years old. Uh, it's it's not new anymore. Yeah. What? I'm being accurate. Why do you have a problem with that? Mm-hmm. How much memory does it have, Ian? Uh, it's got two gigs of RAM, and the battery comes in at 2,880 milliamp hours, and it has a an eight megapixel camera. And uh, we don't really know the pricing yet, but we're assuming that it'll probably be really, really high. Yeah. Just just like the rest of the BlackBerry phones. Um. So, uh, you know, it's really sad though that they're doing an S4 Pro and not like a Snapdragon 800. Because you know they're going to price it at six hundred or seven hundred dollars, so why not have a Snapdragon eight hundred already? Yeah, and then as we all know, you know the Nexus five is going to be announced with like the eight hundred, and is, yeah. uh, it's going to be like three hundred and fifty dollars exactly. for a thirty two gigabyte one, and it, everybody's just going to be like, "Well, we're done." Yeah, exactly. Okay, I have some breaking news. Do you want to hear the breaking news? Mm-hmm. Breaking news: it? BlackBerry is going down. What? Wait, you said that already. No, no, they're really going down, more down, so really? far down. No, not really, actually. Now, see, everybody just misreported this today on Twitter, and I reported it on it on uh, Google+. Plus. But it turns out the company is definitely laying 40% off of its employees, and they are definitely releasing a new phone, but they are not closing. The company is not being dissolved, but that's what everybody made it sound like, because nobody knows how to actually write the news anymore. And when you read the news and then report on the news you read, don't do that either. So it turns out what BlackBerry is doing... Because of the Z10 failure, apparently, that's what they're calling it, uh, they lost, guess how much money this last quarter? Their Q4 earnings came out today or yesterday. Guess how much money they Several lost? Several Instagrams? Uh, no, not 900 quite. million? Yes, $980 million. Really? Yeah. They pulled the Microsoft. Yeah, they pulled the Microsoft. And you know, just like Microsoft, when they get angry and they eject a bomber, apparently that's what BlackBerry's doing too. <laughs> <laughs> eject a bulber. <laughs> oh, it was but, a very slow ejection. It was pretty quick when it happened. It was just like one day, oh, I'm developers, 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 and the next day, I'm fired. <laughs> you said that's so lame. You gotta put your soul into it. Developers, oh, developers, developers. No, what you mean is to put my sweat and hernias in it. But okay, at the same time, <laughs> you, gotta, you have to be done at the same time. Right. So instead of BlackBerry just dissolving into oblivion, they are instead switching to a prosumer and enterprise market target. So what that means is they're going to sell only rich people phones and phones for the enterprise, they which have. means yes, exactly. So nothing's different. Um, and, and, and also, they're still searching for a buyer. Someone, someone to give them some money, cause they, they need some money. That needs to be on their homepage. A little bit. Please buy. Please buy. Or, At the bottom. Or no, there could be two things. There could be an auction button and a buy now button. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And the fine print, oh, we sell the phones too. <laughs> yes. So what, what else do we know this week? What, what other big things? Well, uh, Sprint did something. Oh, what did Sprint do? They wanted to get on the early upgrade bandwagon, so uh, so I'm guessing this is like Edge or whatever. Yeah, Edge. Uh, one and, of those. Yeah. One of those edges. Uh, their system is called One Up. Basically, you pay installments on top of your usual service fee uh, for two years, but in one year you can stop paying for your current handset and sign up for the One Up plan and get a new phone. Doesn't that sound like how it's always been, though? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure a lot of carriers used to offer early upgrades 
you know, 12 to 18 months through, especially for those iPhone people. I so wanted to be called Splat. I know. That's what we always imagined it would be called. I mean, everything else, like next, jump, edge, um, Splat. Yep. It, that was the only thing coming next. It, 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 it really was, yeah. It was too bad. <laughs> so sad. Mm-hmm. So the Moto X, which is currently actually my favorite phone, um, you messed up is now. Man. Well, you know, we all have our preferences. Stop drinking that MKHB Kool Aid. <laughs> Kool Aid, you racist! What? I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> so Moto X is now available for GSM, and uh, which means that it's on Verizon for only six hundred and forty nine ninety nine. Which means six hundred and fifty dollars. Why would you write down six forty nine ninety nine? Haven't you He's listened got to issues? <laughs> But the Moto X is still not on the Play Store, though it's expected soon. Isn't that great? But this developer edition, you know, you could just go get it right now and it'd be unlocked and happy and wonderful, except that it would suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it comes with an unlocked bootloader. Woohoo! And then you could lose all of those proprietary Motorola features. <laughs> you do that by chop-chopping really fast with a knife. Oh, I thought you just did that by dropping it. No, 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 no. See, this one has a chop <laughs> gyroscope. <laughs> And you don't even have to slam it with a car. Well, um... So, for those of you who don't have working cars, it's okay. Or, okay, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, everyone loves the Nexus 7s and stuff. Yeah, I um, do. So, the LTE model came out last week, and uh, it was announced in July and stuff, and Google claimed it would be... Um, unsil- usable. Yeah, usable on Verizon. Well, it's not even a few months later, but Verizon says the devices will work soon. Well, what is... Go Verizon. What? Speaking of Nexus 7, have you guys actually gotten to hold like a new Nexus 7 yet? Um, yeah, actually I have. It's really okay. nice. Yeah, I was, I didn't think that like the, those minuscule sounding numbers of thin, extra thinness were going to make a difference, oh, but it, it makes, really does. It makes a world of difference. It's extraordinary how much different it is. Um, I, I so, um, yeah, it, it, it's so much thinner, even though it's a little bit taller. Um, that you can actually grip it much better now, and it's much less likely that you'll drop the crap out of it now. Yeah. So. Shut up. <laughs> I got an email from my boss today saying that um, for next week we're supposed to push our tablet cutting line? edge tablet line. Who's so we have the Nexus, the old Nexus sevens oh. in a box, oh. um, and you, we can't show it to them. We have to explain to them what it is on the box. We can't even unhook it off the shelf until they're ready to buy. Man, it. that's gonna be really hard. No, it's really easy to promote. Mm. Just like our Xfinity thing to college students who have Bye unlimited now. Wi-Fi. I understand. Well, I know what you've always wanted to do. You've always, your entire life, have always wanted to view videos from YouTube when you weren't connected to the internet. And, you know, you probably even wanted to do that when you were connected to the internet, in all honesty. But you can't do that. But coming soon, you can now view offline videos from YouTube in both iOS and Android. So in November, this feature will roll out, and once the video is downloaded on your phone, you'll be able to store the video for up to 48 hours and uh, watch it. Now, YouTube does say that uh, this will be on by default unless uh, the provider of the video decides to un- uh, turn it off, in which case you won't be able to do it. So I'm pretty sure that this is actually already a thing because... I remember seeing something about being able to cache videos in the Android, like, since the last update. It could be, but as far as I know, this is a much more involved effort. Can't you just keep fit it? Like, with oh, yeah, you can Android, tot- you can do that. Oh, you could totally keep fit it. But this is a for a normal person kind of this, style. Well, this probably has more of a, I'd imagine, a download interface. Yeah, so uh, it, it will let so. you, It'll when you go to that video screen, it'll let you pick a button that says store on device. Yeah. 
Because I've, I've used... then, and even then, I bet it still won't work on FiOS. You know it, <laughs> or on CenturyLink, uh, or anywhere. Uh, Just hangs halfway. Okay, to download. so currently there's a thing called preloading, which says uh, enable preload to fetch videos in advance while on Wi-Fi and charging, so you can enjoy watching them later on slow networks. Hmm. Well then. So that's like an mine. automatic. I'm assuming it's guessing what you're going to watch, so it downloads like gigabytes of videos. No, um, yeah, no, so you can, pretty you can sure it doesn't it do that. You can either preload <laughs> videos from your subscription channels or preload your watch later uh, list. Okay, that makes sense. Hmm. Well, speaking of uh, YouTube, and uh, you ever, I think someone on here has a Chrome stick. Yeah, I think I might have one of those Chrome sticks. I was actually using it earlier. It's on right now. I walked by. Oh, well, there you go. It's just, just loading screen. Yeah. So YouTube is rolling out online support for that thing, so when you're browsing videos and have a Chrome stick, uh, you'll see a way to play the video via Chromecast embedded directly in the site itself. So YouTube says that this will also work with videos embedded on other sites too. So won't that be nice, you know, when you're just sitting on the couch with your laptop, you can just Chromecast your video right up there. You don't have to Chromecast the whole screen instead, that would suck. Hmm. So it's, it's a needed upgrade. I like that name, Chrome Stick. Uh, I like that name too. Chrome Stick is wonderful. That's what I called my Chromecast. Yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. what all your Amazon queries say instead yeah. of Chromecast. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> Android Bailey. Anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, somebody go next. Do you guys remember uh, Jean Baptiste Carreau? Um, he's French. He's the technical lead for the Android project for six years. And after a recent fight with over uh, how Google, Asus, and Qualcomm handled drivers, he up and left the project. And uh, so he's actually been hired by Yahoo. Really? Those people with the wonderful-looking logo. Oh, that logo that looks not wonderful and basically the same. So what do you think yeah. he went to Yahoo for? Like, what do you think they're going to have him do? Well, clearly this means that Yahoo's coming out with a phone. Uh, I thought... Uh, not. So, I mean, they could, and they could make their own fork of Android, because if he's the technical lead, he could totally be within those, uh, you know, within that realm. So what do you think they'll call their skin? Because we've got TouchWiz, we've got Sense. What would Yahoo call theirs? I think they would call it exactly what Amazon calls theirs. They don't acknowledge it at all. <laughs> uh, I think acknowledging is the first sign that you have a problem. Uh, my idea is that the writing is on the wall for Android because we have this guy and then like a few weeks ago we had the other guy go over to that Chinese Yeah, place. Hugo Barra to uh, Xiaomi or whatever it's so, called. So yeah, Android is now a deprecated platform looks like. I mean, do you really think the writing is on the wall for that though? Because um, like iOS came out with iOS 7 this week and last year sometime in fall the guy who made iOS 6 was basically fired. And Dude, Steve Jobs all. left like a couple of years ago. I mean, uh, Steve Jobs left twenty years ago. I mean, <laughs> I, oh wait, I that was want, the first time. Never mind. I just want to sound alarmist, so when all this comes true, it aha, it sounds he good. Was right. Oh, okay, that that's fine. I'll I'll edit my part out then. You know, I don't edit the show, so it doesn't matter. You know, for the last couple of years, Google has had a black bar on the top of their Google properties. You know that black bar that looks weird and makes no sense. You know that black bar. Oh, yeah. Is that the one that says, you know, plus? Yeah, YouTube? plus, okay. right. Oh, you mean that gray bar. Oh, it's it's gray? <laughs> gray? Since when? In Pittsburgh, apparently, it's gray. Oh, you know, it's that Fios <laughs> distortion. Yeah. It's probably region locked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, 
it's being retired soon. Now, there are reports that it's already being retired, like, as in, it's not there anymore. It's still there for me, so I don't know about that. Uh, but there are also reports that it's happening in a few yeah. weeks, so it might be a stage rollout. Have. So, who knows? But the black bar is going away, and instead, there won't be a black bar. What you'll get is a little Android app drawer-esque button. So it's, you know, like a two-by-three grid of squares that you can click on, and then a little window popover drawer thing will open up, and you can pick the Google property you want to interact with. So it looks exactly like app icons. It looks really nice. But it's also, just like everything else for the Google product line now, it's crowded over there in that weird, messed up section of the screen where your name is, where the little Google Plus bell is, where the share button is, and where your picture is. So that part of the screen will just get even more heavy. And yet another place to click. Exactly. To to get to your stuff. I I really wonder if a lot of normal people will just think, meh, Google Images, it's gone. Who cares? (laughs) Well, the oh. funny thing is, like, you can't just type in images.google.com and then tab to just search it anymore in Chrome. That used to be, like, oh, my really? go-to way to get to Google Images, and I've tried it now, and it just won't do it. I have to actually search for whatever term it is and no, then click it, on the image. It worked for button. me. Oh, well. I'm not using the latest Chrome, though. This is Chrome 29 still. Oh, you lucky Is that guy. not? Don't update. When I do images.google.com, it automatically starts my cursor in the search box. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, the Mac is a little bit slower for the updates. I don't know why. Maybe because I never shut it down or restarted or something. Hey, so, version twenty nine is still the most recent version. Is it? Oh my gosh! I just got it to oh, work. Mac I'm is. such a dummy. Ian broke something. Did you drop it? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm looking at the inspector and I'm looking at that bar up there, and it's definitely not black. What color is it? It's uh, number sign two D two D two D. That's black. <laughs> that's, that's almost black. Hey, I have IPS monitors here. I can tell these things. I have an Apple monitor here. I can tell these things. It's black. I have I have I two IPS monitors. Oh. It's not it's not it's it's a dark gray. I, like I went it. tanning this morning. I'm almost black. <laughs> <laughs> well then. Yeah. So the Nexus 5 has some release date rumors and allegedly October 14th. So, um and that's a uh, day before Apple's planning to launch their uh, iP- new iPad models. Oh, that's the alleged day they want to launch the new iPad models. We don't yeah. know that. Or the now, day they're going to announce it. Yeah, right. So do you do you think that sounds good, Ian? Can you wait till the 14th? Oh, that's, well, that's right next to my birthday, so everybody give me money and I'll buy myself a Nexus 5. Okay, that sounds good. I'll give it to you in uh, glass shards of a Nexus 7. <laughs> <laughs> Just mail them a Kit Kat bar instead. Yes! Because you're supposed to break those before you eat them. Oh! Can you sell your old Nexus 7s for spare parts? No, those things are basically worthless now. Uh, Bring them to GameStop. They want them. No, they don't. So I checked checked around with, like, all the places that will take trade-in electronics, and a tablet with a broken screen is basically worthless. And that shouldn't be surprising to anyone. No. No. But I mean, if it's like an iPad, it's probably more, well. Those are more paint to replace on a phone, I guess. Yes, a large ten-inch screen or seven or. Nine. Being that, like, getting this screen replaced by ASUS, the manufacturer, would have cost me one hundred and eighty dollars exactly at the minimum. I'm guessing that you know, it's basically worthless now because the device itself is not worth one hundred and eighty dollars. No, not not even close. Yeah, because I broke mine like February, like ago. right before it came out, and it was still worthless. 
Like, you, you broke it right before it came out. Yeah, I know. It was awesome. I got one of those developer previewer ones. Oh, is that how that works? He picked it up in a bar. Two bars. You know, I uh, I, I guess I wouldn't call the gold, golden gopher game room a bar, but it's kind of like a bar. I picked up a box in a bar. Yeah, I mean, there's this black trash can. It had a cool black bar behind it. And, and then I saw this... Odd shaped box with a lot of interesting co- this this verge color scheme and it's like hmm what's and, that and your phone or was it your tablet told you that that was a bar so you went to it yes exactly right yeah frequently yes all the time mm-hmm well Google and LG are pretty clever but are they crazy now there have been a lot of leaks for this Nexus Five and that makes sense because it's coming out soon products that are in the supply chain they leak. And so this week, there were two certifications on two different devices called the LG D820. And now these certifications were for Wi-Fi. Last week, they had, um, you know, regular FCC, you know, 4G, 3G compliance guidelines certifications. This week, it's Wi-Fi. And here's the interesting part. The two models that were approved and certified this week are the DA20 underscore C and the DA20 underscore S. Does that sound at all... Like anything that was launched, I don't know, maybe today? No. No? Could it, could it stand for uh, color or speed, maybe? I, I don't know. What do you think, Ian? I think it sounds like uh, cheap and super. Huh, that, that's <laughs> pretty clever. Uh, I, 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 I assume it's a fluke, but uh, it's kind of ridiculous that uh, their, their model indicators happen to have an underscore C and an uh, underscore S. Fine. Of course, the first thing that I thought of when you said this was uh, I thought of that old Dell D820 laptop that my family still has. I see. I don't think of old products. Sorry. No. No. Just no. Centrino. Link. I don't know. I mean, the deadlock here can persist no, forever. No, 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 it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> Silence gets truncated. I know. I understand. However, we have to get going here. These people got to leave eventually. How about? A Microsoft. You want to talk about Microsoft? Sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe you don't need a new Nexus 7 because, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, you didn't break yours yet. Or maybe yeah. you don't need a new Nexus 4 because, I don't know, maybe your phone doesn't suck yet. Maybe you have an S3 still. Maybe I don't know. Tegra 3 is just too slow for you and you want a Tegra 4. Maybe, maybe that's what you want. Maybe you don't want to be a part of the generation that lost $900 million because you didn't buy one because it sucked. Maybe you want to be a part of the best thing ever, and that is the Surface 2. Wow. We know of a special event Microsoft is planning that will be on September 23rd, just a few weeks before the launch of Windows 8.1, and it's going to showcase the Surface 2, and does that sound confusing at all? Because there was never a Surface 1, there was a Surface RT and a Surface Pro. What about the Surface? Oh, it seems like the Xbox One. It should be the Surface 3, because it's the third model. Oh, that that's that's Apple logic. Oh, let's call the second one 3G. That, that's absurd. Let's not do that. The new Surface. The new Surface. Surface 360. Oh gosh, I hate that crap. Can we just the modern Surface? The Surface 720. I would I'd get a Surface 720. Uh, it's better than a Surface Infinite. I don't know. I would just call it Surface Rough. That wouldn't sell. Nope. Would keep in line so, with the pedigree. So it seems like the new Surface will be running that uh, new version of Windows. Uh, was that 8.11 for work groups? Uh, I think he added too many ones, but close. Well, something like that. And it's not so surprising, but great, that there's no promotional price or upgrade package. 
Uh, you can either get a full copy or you can live without it unless you have Windows 8 already as there is no upgrade path from Windows 7, Vista, XP... Or anything stuff, else. Which is odd, right? Isn't that odd? There's no upgrade path for, to Windows 8.1, the refined version of Windows 8. What was Microsoft thinking? Well, so, they, they so have what do you upgrade. do? You, you buy a copy of Windows 8 and then upgrade it to... No, yeah, I think you... I, and then to 8.1? No, I don't think you can buy Windows 8 after this. I think you have to buy a full copy. So you have oh to rebuy it to get 8.1. I, I wouldn't say rebuy it. I mean, if you if you have Windows 7, I mean, last year okay. you could have bought um, a $40 upgrade if you wanted to upgrade. And then this year you would have got it for free. Um, but if you have Windows 7 now and you want to upgrade, you have to get a full copy now. It's just a little strange. What? Dude, it's incredibly easy to go into registry and do that. I do that every time. I, I only buy upgrades and I just mess with the registry and it works. I understand, but it's cheating. Stop that. <laughs> Only on not Microsoft's website they don't tell you how to do that. Like people post in the comments on the Microsoft forums how to do it, and then they have to go and delete them. But people do it every day. I watch them do it. It's funny. Okay, well I'll be asking for your services later. I've got a Xeon to fix. Anyway, you're not supposed to tell me. I didn't say anything. So, so my my area of expertise here on these shows is uh, video games, and as Microsoft goes, they uh, they really love to show off their Xbox things. And we've learned this week that the Xbox One is actually not designed to stand on its side, as in vertically, like the previous generations, because the disk drive is, you know, just not built for it anymore. It's absurd. Um, well, apparently, like, absolutely nobody actually used the uh, Xbox 360 vertically anyway, so they apparently. felt like it was okay to do this. Now, how do, some, how do they know that, first of all? Because I've never Hidden done Hidden accelerometers. No, no they didn't. They put always accel- on accelerometers. Accelerometers didn't exist in 2005 <laughs> when that was invented. No, no, no discussion on that. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, so my PS3. Now I agree that it's not an Xbox, but it is a game console. Is indeed vertical right now, sitting in my living room behind the TV. Yeah. Um, and it's like that, that. Even work. What do you mean? Like the PS3 doesn't even look like it should be able to stand up vertically. It it it, it has flat sides, so it, it's totally I've, possible. I've seen one. Yeah. It has sides. <laughs> no, so you couldn't put it front front down. Although I don't think you put. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think when injecting you... the disc, it races it into the air. That's pretty clever. That's a feature. Yeah. Um, but uh, the reason I had to do that is because my TV is so um so close to the I don't know table that it's on. I couldn't put the PS3 under the TV, and it does. It's not like an entertainment center. It's just a table. So I, I had to put it somewhere, and I didn't want to see it, so I didn't want to have it on the floor. So I put it behind the TV. Um, you just, you know, you just walk around the table to put the disc in or whatever. So it, it's fine. It works great. But I can't imagine having a console that is required to be flat horizontally. Well, you have a PS2. No, I don't. You can... And when I had the PS2, it was also hor- or vertical. Just... PS2 can do horizontal or vertical. Yeah. And, yeah. and so as far as I know, most of the marketing material for the, uh, 360 was primarily vertical. That's true. Yeah. So. I think it's kind of weird. They had already loaded the game on the disc. Like, they just oh, downloaded right, right, the right. cloud hard drive thing. Oh, you know, that, that's a story that I don't have in here, but since Ian's here, uh, did you hear about that uh, game that came out this week that was on, um, I think it was, I don't know what console it was on, but it was a console that you could download the game, and then if you were playing the downloaded version, it would be horribly I think you're slow. you about GTA 5 that one. on the PS3. Yeah, so did you hear about that? Yeah. What, what do you make of that? I did hear about that. Um, I think it... 
it probably has to do. I didn't actually read the uh, article, but so, I, I'm betting that it has to do with it being able to load textures faster or more efficiently off of the disk than off of a hard drive. But as soon as I say that, that makes absolutely no. No, sense it doesn't to me. make any sense. So I can't. No. I can't imagine how they like. What if they compressed the textures during the like for the download and then left them compressed and then only that extracted them? But what if that's what they did? And that's why that's it's sucking. Silly. Yeah, it is silly, but I'm sure that's what they did because they suck. And there, the GTA 5 was also having issues on the uh, 360 where people who installed it off of the second disc as well as the first disc were having serious issues um, playing it as well. See, you should so, put that in your show. Make, it, make uh, Decker talk about it. Well, no, see, the our, our criteria is now only news that we actually care about personally. Well, that's a terrible criteria. I'd only be yeah, talking about... Nexus 5s. Hmm. But you can still put your Xbox One vertically because you're going to download all your games anyway. Oh, that's right. It doesn't matter if Mm. the disc tray doesn't work. But you have to watch your DVDs on it. No. What DVDs? I stream those too. What's a DVD? You mean Blu-ray, right? No. I was was watching stuff off of VHS. No, I mean Amazon. Oh, you mean Amazon. What's an Amazon? I don't know if you'll be able to use Amazon because don't you have to pay for Xbox 360? Yeah, you have to have live. Xbox 360? (laughs) Five, three sixty-five. Uh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Hey, do you remember last week when we talked about Nokia? Yeah, like, you know, like how it, they were kind of just bought out yeah. by Microsoft. You know that one? Like half of Skype or something. Um, that yeah. was more way, than Skype. Exactly. Wait, no, less than Skype. I don't know how much is anybody. Oh, what's the Instagram? Whatever. Either way, um, so rumors are floating around now that um. Before they were bought, like, uh... I don't think those are rumors. I'm pretty sure they were confirmed by people who left Nokia after this. Yeah, but, uh... (laughs) Okay. You gotta hype it right. Anyway, Android are on the latest Lumias. And, uh, I would have bought one if that came out. You know, I... I, 42 megapixel camera with Android. It's extremely impressive. Now, I don't... We don't know which models they were testing, but... Several. It it makes sense, of course, that, like, even Apple tests various things on their own products. And, like, we know that they do it. They just can't tell anyone otherwise. People would be angry. Um... So uh, it makes sense that they're doing this. And have you heard about the alternative Nokia? Like the the no. new, it, it, so the Nokia people who left Nokia after Microsoft bought out the people who wanted to go, the the other executives and some designers and some engineers, they're making a no, a new company called Nokia. Huh. And they they intend to be making fancy pants phones of some sort of someday probably not ever. Yeah. You should go work for you want to. Huh. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh I might get out an edge or something. So speaking of uh former Nokia employees, uh you remember Stefan Elop? Yeah. Apparently he was the C yeah, apparently he was the CEO before uh Microsoft is buying them out. Yep. Um he will apparently get twenty five million dollars. Uh not to mention that he may eventually become the CEO of Microsoft. Huh. Because you know, if Microsoft is it's looking like a for a CEO. Well, that's pretty clever if you'd sell they a company to a company. Yeah, it'd be kind of like that reverse acquisition that Disney made on uh, Pixar. I mean, Pixar made on Disney. <laughs> hmm, can't say what I just said there. Sure, it wasn't DreamWorks. <sighs> no, I'm pretty sure you're. Are thinking, you sure? What are you talking about? I'm pretty sure you're thinking of a Paramount. Mm. <laughs> no. Oh, Ian Buck is lost. Why don't we talk about something Brian Mitchell so knows lost. so much about? Why don't yeah, we talk Brian about Mitchell. Apple News? Here's my specialty. So this week, iOS seven came out. Was released uh, at on Wednesday. Um, so uh, I know I'm I'm jumping around in our order here. Don't worry about um, it. So um, already by now, you know, two and a half, two hour, 
two days and seven and a half hours after it was released. Um, iOS 7 has the greatest adoption rate of all of iOS at 47.88%. iOS 6 has 46.27%, with everything below at 4.85%. So iOS 7 is, in two days, more successful at rolling out than Android ever. Now, that, of course, assumes... That's also not fair for Android. No, no, it's not fair. But, I mean, that's the point. That that That's what a rollout is. It, it's successful. It, it yes. sort of sounds like Chrome. Oh, yeah, very much, very much like Chrome. It just happens. Don't worry about it. Yeah, nobody even knows what version of Chrome they're on anymore. Uh, 80. Yeah. So I can tell you that my girlfriend has not updated to 7 yet. Which she, device does she have? She has the... Uh, the iPhone 4, I believe. Ancient. But it still has iOS 7, because I checked. What? It, it it's runs it, it's, it's pretty laggy in some places. Um, I know I have, I, I have iTunes Match, and as it was scanning all 12,000 songs and downloading stuff, it would crash the music and the iTunes Store app as it was downloading, because it was trying to load too much for the processor or RAM to handle, so they would just crash until they downloaded everything. You know what? So, She's going to blame me for any crashes that her phone has. So as Matthew, a result of seven. Yep. Matthew, mm-hmm. uh, did you drop off your iPad so uh, Ryan could do that? I told stuff him not to worry it? about it. Okay. Uh, my plan was to be back Wednesday, but yeah, then didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I got lost. I also found some really cool things. I'll tell you about later. The ants also... in the forest. I found mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you also doused yourself in pee. That, that that was intentional though, and I had that bought ahead of time. Like, you had to pay for it. Yeah, no, it was uh, twelve bucks, and I got a bottle of extras. Twelve bucks. Twelve bucks to get a thing of buck pee, a thing of doe pee, and a thing of doe estrus, which is a word. Okay, okay. You let, have so much dedication. He does, dude. If if you want my pee that bad, I mean, I'll sell it to you direct. <laughs> uh, no middleman. I get a gallon. I need he a gallon. a lot. I do drink a lot. Here, let me get some more lubrication. Going. Lubrication. Okay, go so, ahead, continue. Continue, Brian. Okay, so um, actually, just about five minutes ago, Apple um, stopped signing iOS 6. So up until five minutes ago, you could still downgrade iOS 6 if you so desired to. Apple usually closes that window within an hour or two of the future release, but it went two days this time. So That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, also, um, with older versions of iOS now, I think this is on Tuesday, maybe? Wednesday? Something like that. Um, if you have an older version of iOS, so say you have a first-generation iPhone on iOS 3, a few people out there, you can still download apps that were at one time compatible with that operating system. So, because you don't have the newest one, you used to not be able to get any new apps because they all required the newer version. So, so it's really nice. So, if you, for example, if you had like a an iPhone 4 and Instapaper had updated, you know, over the course of its life this week to Instapaper 5, you can't upgrade. Like, if you wiped your iPhone 4 and you needed to you know, get Instapaper again, you wouldn't be able to do that very well because you couldn't download it. But now you can, and it'll just supply the most recent compatible version. But they also Uh, are doing something additional to that. They're they're allowing developers to, you know, determine which version or which apps they would want this to be allowed for because a lot of developers have changed backend services since those versions have been, you know, obsoleted, so... Yeah, I feel many apps will still not run very well, but games and things will, will be supported there. Um, also new in Apple this week, um, the download size for apps over cellular is, has been increased from 50 megabytes to 100 megabytes. So larger apps and updates cannot be downloaded when you're not on Wi-Fi. 
Rejoice. So now, I can download three apps and be full of my monthly data plan. That's terrible. <laughs> what do you have, like 200 megs down? Uh, I'm 300 now because oh. I upgraded for the summer and I was grandfathered in at 200, but now it's 200. That so. is a travesty. I couldn't live like that. This month alone, I probably used about 900 megs between Ingress and Daily Life. In the last, I don't know, uh, eight days, I've used maybe 55 megabytes. But I'm also on campus with Wi-Fi everywhere. So. Think about that. That's like 5 billion bits. I have no idea. <laughs> Um, also, with the download limits, the Warrior technology is better, too. Um, iOS 7 has <coughs> multi-path TCP, which will allow you to uh, switch seamlessly between different data connections. So it, I believe, would uh, keep a connection with cellular and Wi-Fi so you could hop from one to the other. Yeah, so if you're downloading, mu- if you're streaming music and you suddenly lose Wi-Fi, it'll you know automatically switch you over seamlessly to, I don't know, 4G or 3G or whatever it can get. No more toggling Wi-Fi on and off. No, it's so nice. Android needs that. I'll never get it. I know. So um, today, when the iPhone 5C and 5S are available, were available in Apple stores, um, Tim Cook, um, Phil Schiller, and Eddie Q visited the Palo Alto retail store to meet and greet um, buyers who are going to get the new iPhones. Yes, because and I can't tell perspective. I'm like, what are you typing there? Anyway, also... Tim Cook got a Twitter account today. You, you know, that is the at, weirdest thing. At Tim underscore Cook. Yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes for everybody to read his one tweet. I follow him. I was like number 67,000 or something. Well, so I didn't know if it was a real account until I started getting confirmations from TechCrunch and The Verge. because It's, it's verified now. Okay, cause so when I read about it earlier today, like when I read his one tweet, it wasn't verified at the time. Okay. Yeah. What was hey, his one tweet? tweet? Just crashed um, his one tweet goes as follows. Visited retail stores in Palo Alto today. Seeing so many happy customers reminds us of why we do what we do. Period. <laughs> There's no explosion. Should've oh, been. also his, his um bio line is CEO Apple, fan of Auburn football and Duke basketball. Huh. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, a little weird. So I hear that those uh, those iPhones they are uh, they're selling uh, pretty quick. They've got this incredible demand going, and uh, Apple has issued a statement that they uh, only really have limited supply of certain iPhone 5S models, specifically the the gold one, I believe. Yeah, that's... I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. Well, I'm not a fan of the gold. You know, I hear a lot of people really like it, and and I I feel like uh, not Google. Apple knew that people would like it. You know, people are weird, so people will like different things, and. Well, they, it's the only new like the the only new color that they introduced, right? Well, the space gray is new. Um, it's a little bit of a lighter. It, it's like it's like a graphite color, like light graphite. So I mean that's new, but it's still black in all in all normal hexadecimal yeah. terms. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so I I think that's expected. But I assume that Google, uh, not Google, Apple didn't just supply as many gold units as the others. So that's why they're limited in availability there. Well, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want a a what's it called? Eye bling. Art, artificial uh, shortage. Right. Exactly. On your, on your own thing. You know, I, I heard there were record-breaking lines today of some sort somewhere. I think in the New York, uh, New York City Apple Store. Yeah. There are a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. I saw a helicopter shot of the, the square there. Yeah. Seems to be quite a few people. Um, also, now uh, iFixit has, of course, done their teardown of the new iPhones. Um, 
And we know that the iPhone 5S's A7 chip is a dual core with only one gigabyte of RAM, um, and it's definitely using Samsung's 28 nanometer HK plus MG process. So it definitely is being made by Samsung. So they're still not using TSMC. We'll get there one day. One day. Their their competitor is making their phone. Yep. TSMC is too busy making GPUs. Exactly. Well, and being a small company that can't do 100 million units in a week. Yeah. And also with uh, teardowns, um, initially they could find the M7, which is the motion processor, but then they found it kind of tucked away, and it's it wasn't labeled as M7. I think they're looking for a different uh, company and make of it. But. Yeah, they, they just couldn't find it, and everybody was so angry and so f- scared that it was integrated directly into the uh, into the A7, which means that nobody could copy Apple. So now that it's a discrete part, anybody can copy Apple and just put it into their own phone. Rejoice. Yeah. So now on the hardware. So with uh, Haswell, you know, Intel's fourth generation CPU in the latest series, uh, they got 50% power consumption reduction off of Ivy Bridge. But now Broadwell, which is the fifth generation, was take another 30%. Isn't that great? It's insane. So if we went from what, uh, what, eight hours on a MacBook Air to 12 hours on a MacBook Air, um, we're going to get what, 14 or 15? Yeah. That's a nice. That's a nice boost. Uh, it sounds good to me. I'll take a uh, fourteen or fifteen. Now I just need uh, fourteen or fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure, like what the physical limits are on this, because like you know the nanometers keep on getting smaller oh, and yeah. smaller. And and so, they keep saying, you know, this is this is approaching the limit of what is physically possible, but I they keep making it smaller anyway. Their limit. Well, their limit is a couple of years away still. What like, um the, what what size is Broadwell? 14? Uh, I think 14 nanometers. Okay, 14. So, so yeah, you know, Moore's Law might be coming to an end, but look at all this cool stuff we have. <laughs> uh, you know, at some point it doesn't matter. I mean, do you really need it to get smaller and smaller every single year? Yeah, until oh. you can't feel it anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, if Apple can't come out with a MacBook that can last for 30 hours, well, <laughs> I'm just done. I thought you were going to say 30 days. I thought you're setting the bar too low. 30 days. <laughs> They supposedly last 30 days on standby. No, 30 days <laughs> on 100% brightness. With, with caffeine. <laughs> with caffeine on. While well, watching YouTube. Oh, that's a death trap. Oh, and Actually, it might last longer here. Not even the Fukushima plant could do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. that's what killed it. Yes, meltdown. Uh, <laughs> but uh, HP, uh, to change gears here, HP wanted to be a little bit different and decided to offer an NV17 with Leap Motion integrated directly into it. Uh, that one motion sensor thing that's sort of like a connect that you can put on your desk. Um, so apparently they have the laptop with the Leap Motion sensor integrated into it and exposed directly to the right of the trackpad. It looks really weird. So imagine the trackpad in the middle, and then imagine just a weird black bar on the right side of your laptop, and then you can just wiggle your hand over your laptop, things will happen. Now, what they were saying about it is that it has horrible battery life impact. So turning it on, like, drains your battery life three times as fast as normal, and not a good plan. So I could either do that or play games. Yeah, exactly. Although I don't think you really want to play games on an NV17 anyway, so, yeah. But with your point one nanometer CPU, it'll last forever. Oh right, right, right. Of course, and and you know, um, by the time they have that, they'll have oh 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 LEDs that will be one trillion percent efficient. So it won't matter. Where's the Sam in that? 
Claude Sam. Um, Claude Sam OLED. <laughs> yes. Now we upgraded. We upgraded to E and OLED. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. I'm honored. That's gonna break. Uh, as long as it's not the Decker variation. It's gonna be prone to droppage. Oh, yeah, it's a drop in output. <laughs> well, so HP wanted to be so different. Not only did they make a weird laptop, but they also couldn't just sit by with that. They needed to make a tablet, but not just one tablet. Four different tablets that are all basically crappy. Now let me go Ooh, through are you them. Bringing WebOS back? No. Oh. Hands for no WebOS. No. Oh, oh, you found it. Hands for the HP touchpad. <laughs> Woo! You have we must one. all lay our hands on it. <laughs> the legend. <laughs> I I think I've used WebOS once. I was it was one of the rare times I was actually in a Best Buy and there was some phone that had it. There, there you I can don't... just you can just stare at Matt through the reflection in this HP touchpad. It is an amazing yeah. feat. It's you know, cool. it's funny. I've I've seen that HP touchpad like in person several times, but it's never actually been running WebOS. You it, you've always had CyanogenMod on it. Yeah, and you know it's unfortunate because I can't upgrade that CyanogenMod anymore. They don't support this device at all anymore, <sighs> and it's really too bad. Like I think it could play Ingress very well. <laughs> um. Anyway, CyanogenMod going to be their own company now. Yeah, you know we should have put that in the show notes. But look at what happens when I don't have an open source uh, technology guide here. I was on a recreational murder vacation. Oh, is that what you call it? Okay. Well, anyway, let me tell you about some HP slates. I think that's what they call them. Let me tell you about the first one. It's called the Slate 7 Extreme. It has a Tegra 4, our favorite graphics-ready processor. No, what am I I talking about? Where's that Snapdragon 800? Anyway, it's a 7-inch tablet with a very small resolution of 1280 by 800 it has a 5 megapixel rear camera a 1.2 megapixel front camera it also comes with a stylus because everybody wants a stylus right Ooh, styluses that's so modern uh now this is also based on the tegra note that came out this week and the tegra note is a like it, it just like what nvidia does with the rest of their uh graphics cards they make a stock card and then they let you know resellers do whatever they want to it and then cool so this is just basically a rebranded tegra note then you have the slate 7 hd and it has a 1280 by 800 ips display but not a tegra 4 which makes no sense and it has a marvel cpu in it which makes it junky it has beats audio it has some cameras but we don't know what they are but interestingly this is worse than the other one, but it comes with a better perk. It comes with 200 free megabytes per month for two years of T-Mobile 4G. Oh, no. Why? Uh, I don't really understand what's going on here. Now, there's more. So, if you thought that hardware was good enough, you could get a Slate 10 HD. It's all the same internals as the Slate 7 HD, but the screen is 10 inches. Hmm. It's like the iBooks from 2004. The 12 and the 14 inch had the same resolution. Oh. Now, wait. There's more. Did, did, you, did you know that there's more? How much more? Yeah, I can uh, see little, it. A little, 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 bit, little, little bit more. There's a Slate 8 Pro. It has a Tegra 4, and it has a 1600 by 1200 resolution, which does mean it's kind of full HD, but actually it's not because it doesn't have, you know, wide. The, the wide 1920. And it's not quite 1920. No, well, no, but that, but that is more than HD. I mean, that's, that's it's, more than 1080p. So it's, that full, is, it's, it's full-ish HD. Yeah. So it has an 8-inch display. It's not IPS. It has an 8-megapixel rear camera, a 2-megapixel front camera. It does come with microSD, so you can add more space if you really, really want to. And, of course, HDMI out. But 
There's even more. And I'm not even joking this time. Last time I was. Where, where do I call? Well, you can call in a couple weeks. That happens in November. Oh. Now, you needed to have four crappy Slate 7s or Slate products in order for this one to stand out. Because otherwise, on a table, they'd all look the same. I am going to introduce you to the Windows 8.1 tablet that will take the world by storm, the Omni 10. Wow. What? Sounds amazing. It, but it doesn't, because it only has Windows 8.1, a 10-inch 1080p dis- display to screen with IPS, which is good, so that's nice. Uh, it comes with 64 gigs of uh, solid-state storage, 2 gigs of memory, uh, an 8 and a 2 megapixel rear front-facing camera, and micro uh, SD or micro HDMI. Now, apparently it's really thin, so maybe that's what they're going for. But in all honesty, unless this is really cheap, it means nothing. Hmm. How much is it? Do you know? No. Nope. We know nothing. It, nothing. They say it's coming in November. Hmm. It's coming up soon. It is it. It's not good enough. Really? No, I don't think so. Like I, I, I suspect, I, mean, I heavily suspect that the Surface Pro and the Surface RT will blow this out of the water. Well, of course, if anybody RT buys too. those, exactly. So if I nobody even buys those, uh, how can this succeed? This is just like the Slate Seven that HP re- uh, launched um, last year at Mobile World Congress, I think, or was that earlier oh. this year? You know that so that's why none of the ones that they're releasing now are just called the Slate 7. Right. So they're all upgrades, but none of these upgrades are even any good because the Slate 7 that was released last year could barely re- barely compete with the uh Nexus 7 of last year. So it's a really weird thing. Just got to get a Nexus then. Yeah, exactly. Just get a Nexus. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, that was a lot of tech news. <sighs> so much. You know, we we don't have any plugs. I don't think we have any main topics cuz we just talked about what we wanted to talk about. I really like that style. That's a, you get a lot of headlines in there when you just go and go and go. Yeah, that's good. I, I like that. And it's been the shortest show we've ever done. But all these people helped uh, make it. Yeah. So the more people, the shorter the show. I exactly. think, I think that, I think there's, um, like some kind of computer science threading process thing going on there. Hey, uh, where can we find you guys on the internet? Uh, I'm Ian Buck, and you can find me mostly on uh, Google+, Plus, where I post links to uh, all of the wonderful things that I find, and on my blog at ianrbuck.blogspot.com. Woohoo! And you can find me, Andrew Bailey, at theandrewbailey.com. You can also send him an email at uh, megahotcutechick at nexuslabs.org. I have the forwarding <laughs> thing set up. It, it should work. You know, I tried that in megahotcutechick forgot to tell me to pick up milk on the way home that one time. Oh, uh, your dream guy <laughs> says he's sorry. <laughs> and where can we find you, Brian Mitchell? Uh, let's, let's go a new, a new medium here. About.me slash bman4789. Oh, nice. There. Whoa, wait a minute. I have to check this out now. You said Say about- those numbers again. About.me slash bman4789. V-man or B-man? B-man. I set it up uh, several months ago, but it has everything in it. I love how you're staring at the oldest Holy Apple cow. computer you've ever seen in your life. It's in my closet. It doesn't boot anymore. Imagine that. Mac- I, I, what, what, what Mac is that? The Macintosh SE30. Oh, that sounds like an old thing. 1988. Uh, oh, this is a nice website. I'll make you one, Ian. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> I'll buy your domain name, too. Well, yeah, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at MatthewMitchell.com. And you can also um, send me an email at uh, yourdreamguy at uh, nexuslabs.org. What about, like, Deer Hunter Slayer? 
Catch also. Anything, oh, right. any, anything. Any, as long as you get the at Nexus Labs. They're going to screw that up because nobody said anything about that dash. The dash is present. I know, but we defeated the dash here, so it assumes to be everywhere. Okay, why would I want to defeat the dash when the dash defines me as dashing? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you can find me just about everywhere, especially on the Twitter, Ryan Ramper said, Demar something. What? See? Ryan Mister. No, no. That's not, what I always think of. I, I know that's what everybody thinks of, too. But it's actually Ryan Michael Rampersad, as my last name is an M word. Well. <laughs> it's an M word, huh? Yes. And you can also find me on the Google+, Plus, which is where I posted a lot of these links during the week as I read about them and then just copy and pasted them over here. Uh, and, of course, this is uh, at the Nexus number 94. I think that means, what, we have, like, six-ish more to go? That's pretty fancy. Quit. Yeah, until we yeah. quit again. Our con- our so get ready for that, Andrew Bailey. Aww. You, you made me cry a year ago. I'll make you cry again, don't worry. No, but I know it's coming this time. You won't see that uh, car door. Decker figured it out before you did. I know, Decker was <laughs> immune to my parody. <laughs> But I already consider this a dead show anyway. So. I know, I know. So you're just, you're not really wasting any time. You're just participating in the dead space here. Yeah. Well. Oh, that's a good game. Oh, is it now? Yeah, dead space. Okay, then. Well, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I wouldn't know either. <laughs> one click from Domino's. Do again. Okay, well, it's been great. Have a good one. See you guys later. That makes me really, really sad. What? Nothing. Okay. Oh, no! <laughs> you can't just say something like that and then not explain it. No, okay, so this... No, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... If, if with your permission, I would like uh, to be the, the... The opening topic thing. You know what I mean? If you put it up there, you can do that. Now, I will have to disconnect for about four seconds, so goodbye. Are they gone? For a few seconds. Yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't know you had all this planned. Oh, they're back. What do you mean planned? Planned. I just did this at uh, six so four. <laughs> I asked earlier today at eleven um, if anybody wanted to, and um, uh, Brian Mitchell plunked first, followed by. And then I, I I asked Andrew Bailey on the on the Google Plus, and then I thought, hmm, well, let's see what Ian's doing. Cool. And then you plunked. I Who's I'm surprised you're live. Okay. I had a central touring theater. Touring? That was super drama. Oh, touring. were you in... Were you, you were in... C, no, you weren't in CTT. No way. I've seen CTT shows, and I'm pretty darn sure you were not in that. I would have put myself in a hole a long time ago if that happened. <laughs> that is such a funny thing to ask and even wonder about. Oh, well, my I gosh. Get it.